Hello, and welcome to the Cyforce Security Weekly Threat Intel podcast for the week commencing the 11th of January 2021. In InfoSec news this week, the US Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, or CISA, said this week that the threat actor behind the SolarWinds hack also used password guessing and password spraying attacks to breach targets as part of its recent hacking campaign and did not always rely on trojanized updates as its initial access vector. These new developments come as CISA said last month at its initial advisory on the SolarWinds incident. It was investigating cases where the SolarWinds hackers breached targets which did not run the SolarWinds Orion software. While no details were provided at the time, in an update to its original advisory posted this week, CISA said it finally confirmed that the SolarWinds hackers also relied on password guessing and password spraying as initial access vectors. Stating, CISA incident response investigations have identified that initial access in some cases was obtained by password guessing, password spraying, and inappropriately secured administrative credentials accessible via external remote access services. Once threat actors gained access to internal networks or cloud infrastructure, the hackers, believed to be Russian in origin, escalated access to gain administrator rights and then moved to forge authentication tokens, which allowed them to access other local or cloud-hosted resources inside a company's network without needing to provide valid credentials or solve multi-factor authentication challenges. In a report published at the end of last year, Microsoft said the threat actor's primary goal was to gain access to cloud-hosted infrastructure, which in many cases was the company's own Azure and Microsoft 365 environments. To help victims deal with these to-cloud escalations, CISA has also published a second advisory with guidance on how to search Microsoft-based cloud setups for traces of this group's activity and then remediate servers. CISA have said the guidance is irrespective of the initial access vector and that the SolarWinds hackers leverage to gain control of cloud resources and should apply even if the initial access vector was the trojanized Orion app or a password guessing or spraying attempt. The guidance also references Sparrow, a tool CISA released last year during the SolarWinds breach investigation to help victims detect possible compromised accounts and applications in the Azure Microsoft 365 environments with security firm CrowdStrike also releasing a similar tool named CST. In new research published by Kaspersky this week, the cybersecurity firm said it discovered several features which overlap with another backdoor, known as Kazar, a .NET-based malware first documented by Palo Alto back in 2017. This latest espionage campaign, notable for its scale and stealth, with the attackers leveraging the trust associated with SolarWinds Orion software to infiltrate government agencies and other companies, has begun a mad dash for concrete attribution, which has been difficult in part due to little to no clues linking the attack infrastructure to previous campaigns or other well-known threat groups. But Kaspersky's latest analysis of the Sunburst backdoor has reportedly revealed a number of shared features between the malware and Kazwar, leading the researchers to suspect that one or more of the following are true. Both Sunburst and Kazwar were developed by the same threat group. The adversary behind Sunburst used Kazwar as an inspiration. The groups behind Kazwar and Sunburst obtained the malware from a singular source. The developers of Kazwar moved to another team, taking their toolset with them. Or the Sunburst developers deliberately introduced these links as false flags to shift the blame to another group. It's currently speculation whether any or all of these are true, but the commonalities shared between the two malware families include the use of a sleeping algorithm to stay dormant from a random period of time between connections to a C2 server, and the extensive use of the FNV-1A hash to obfuscate the malicious code, and the use of a hashing algorithm to generate unique victim identifiers. Also regarding the SolarWinds breach, a website named SolarLeaks is selling data that they claim is stolen 
from companies confirmed to have been breached in the SolarWinds attack. The website claims to be selling Microsoft source code and repositories for over $600,000, and Microsoft did confirm that threat actors accessed their source code during their SolarWinds breach. The actors also claim to be selling the source code for multiple Cisco products, even more concerning, the company's internal bug tracker. In an advisory published by Cisco, they state they are aware of the SolarLeaks site, but there is no evidence that attackers stole their source code. And should they find any information their customers need to be aware of, they will share it through established channels. The website also claims to be selling the private red team tools and source code which FireEye disclosed were stolen during the attack for $50,000. Finally, the website is selling SolarWinds source code and a dump of the customer portal for $250,000. For the bargain price of a million dollars, the website says you can get all of the leaked data. In a style similar to Shadow Brokers, the SolarLeaks actors state that they will be selling the Solar data in batches, and more will be released at a later date. The SolarLeaks.net domain, at current time of writing, is registered through Angela, a known register used by the Russian hacking groups FancyBear and CozyBear. It is not confirmed if the site is legitimate and if the site owners have the data which they are selling. Though researchers have speculated that the fact the sale is leaning towards commercially valuable data rather than intelligence stolen from government agencies may indicate that this is a real group. While the site is considered by many to be a scam, Microsoft has strangely begun detecting the encrypted archive allegedly containing their source code as HackTool Win32 slash SolarDump and HackTool Win32 slash SolarDump B. To make matters worse, a copycat site at solarleak.net has been created with the same website content but a different Monero payment address in an attempt to skim cryptocurrency. Also of note this week, Microsoft has released Sysmon 13 with a new security feature which detects if a process has been tampered using process hollowing or process herbidoping techniques. To evade detection by security software, modern threat actors have often started injecting malicious code into legitimate Windows processors. This tactic allows the malware to execute, but in Task Manager and other such monitoring utilities, it appears as a standard Windows process running in the background. Process hollowing is when malware launches a legitimate process in a suspended state and replaces legitimate code in the process with malicious code, which is then executed by the process with whatever permissions are assigned to the process itself. Process herpaderping is a more advanced technique where malware modifies its image on the disk to look like legitimate software after the malware is loaded, resulting in when security software scans the on-disk file, it will appear as a harmless file while the malicious code runs in memory. Numerous modern malware infections use process tampering techniques to evade detection, including the TrickBot and Bizarre Backdoor strains. And addressed in the most recent Patch Tuesday, a zero-day vulnerability in the Microsoft Defender antivirus, which Microsoft said was exploited before this week's patches were released. Tracked as CVE 2021-1647, the vulnerability was described as a remote code execution bug which allowed threat actors to execute code on vulnerable devices where Defender was installed. Microsoft stated that despite exploitation being detected in the wild, the technique is not functional in most situations and it is still considered to be at a proof-of-concept level. However, the code could evolve for more reliable attacks. Also, to counteract future attacks, Microsoft has released patches for the Microsoft Malware Protection Engine, which won't require any user interaction and will be installed automatically unless specifically blocked by system administrators. Thank you very much for listening to the sci Security Threat Intel Weekly podcast. Please do not hesitate to contact us should you have any questions about anything discussed here, and thank you very much for listening.